Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everybody. This is Dale, and I'm doing something a little different today. Uh, actually, sitting outside on the uh, covered patio in uh, sunny South Florida, visiting some family, and it's in the middle of winter, and it's sort of interesting because it's sort of a cool day, it's raining, and you got neighbors on both sides making all sorts of noise, so you'll hear everything from kids to dogs to whatever. Uh, the good news is, cool here is only about 65 degrees, and I think it was uh, 7 at home yesterday, so, so that's good. So you'll hear all sorts of ambient sound here and there and that kind of stuff, but that's all cool, right? Uh, I, I wanted to jump in uh, to First Thessalonians again. We've been covering that, and we're looking at the third chapter. It's where we are right now. So let's go to the third chapter of First Thessalonians, beginning with verse one. And the first word that Paul says is this: "Therefore," and we have learned, have we not, through the years that we see the word "therefore," that we uh, look to see what is there for, right? And so. Uh, the idea here is that in light of everything that he said in chapter 1, chapter 2, okay, he's encouraging them, uh, particularly in relationship to how they were undergoing uh, persecutions and trials and afflictions and how uh, people were coming against them. Boy, can y'all hear that wind in the background? The wind picked up when we first started doing the, our time together here. Wow. So um, anyway, he wanted to encourage them with that. And so he gives them some background to it. So here's verse 1 of chapter 3. Therefore, when we can no longer... Endure it. We thought it best to be left behind at Athens alone, and we sent Timothy, our brother, and God's fellow worker in the gospel of Christ, to strengthen and encourage you as to the faith. <laughs> Y'all hear that car lock the brakes? That's great. Yeah, I'm sitting right next to a road, too. Oh, yeah, South Florida, what are you going to do? Uh, it's, he's going to use this little phrase twice right here this idea of we can no longer endure it. And he's actually speaking of himself. And what it is, and he's going to tell us in just a moment, he's concerned about them. He's concerned if something has happened with them related to the faith, and he hasn't heard from them. And this really gives us insight into Paul and insight into the life of the believer, okay? That it is really okay to be concerned for one another. We're not to be anxious in what we see in the Sermon on the Mount, with uh, Jesus tells us to be anxious for nothing, not anxiety. But you have you can have concern. And Paul hadn't heard, and he couldn't bear it anymore. He said, I couldn't endure it any longer. So he thought, well, here's what I'm going to do. We're down in Athens. I'm going to stay here in Athens, and I'm going to send Timothy there. So he sends Timothy to him, and he describes Timothy as our brother and God's fellow worker in the gospel. And he sent Timothy to them to strengthen them and to encourage them in the faith. You know, so often we need exactly that, the strengthening and encouraging in the faith. And we need it in a multitude of ways. Okay? And we sort of fall and fail in this because a lot of times God wants to use us as that vehicle of uh, strengthening and that vehicle of encouragement. As a matter of fact, I received it yesterday. Somebody uh, sent a text to me, just out of the blue. Okay? Somebody I know, you know, uh, sent a text and said a particular thing. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Uh, because it really was a uh, a word, a well-spoken word in the right seasons, as the proverb talks about it, has like an apple of gold in settings of silver. It's a, 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 a well-spoken word in season. And it was an encouraging word. 
actually a strengthening word, and to some degree, I suspect, a guiding word. And they had no idea. Okay, They had no idea that that's what was happening and what was going on with it. So he said, that's why we're sending Timothy to you. That's why we sent, and Timothy likely brought this letter right here to him. Now watch this, verse 3. To strengthen and encourage you as to your faith, so that no one would be disturbed by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we have been destined for this. Folks, that right there is a profound, profound thing. He is letting them know. Now, remember, he was only with them a matter of a few weeks. He brought the gospel message to them. He spoke the truth to them. And then such uh, turmoil arose from within the religious leadership that they literally ran him out of town. Are y'all listening to the wind there? And, and with my, we're at my oldest daughter's house. She actually lives right underneath the glide path in the Fort Lauderdale airport. And so airplanes come over at about 15, 1,800 feet, so you'll hear that also. Uh, but it's a beautiful place. It really is. It's just a, sort of a cool uh, setting to sit down and do some things like this. He's letting them know that the enemy's going to come, and he's going to try to disturb you. And he's going to try to disturb you with these afflictions, okay? these trials, these persecutions, this turmoil, these various things that have occurred. But we're to know something, and we're to remember something. And he had told them this. He says, you yourself know that we have been destined for this. Been destined. You know, so often we have trials and tribulations and the things that come in our life. We think, oh, this is horrible. God's abandoned us. God has turned his back on us. He doesn't love us anymore. If he only knew what was happening. And we totally forget that we are his. And he knows exactly what's going on. Or people will come and they'll swing the pendulum the other direction. God is, if God is who he says he is, then why is this happening? And sometimes people will flat out come out and say, well, I don't want to worship a God like this that is destined me to this. In other words, has set me up for this kind of turmoil, this kind of persecution, this kind of thing that comes against me. And, uh, you know, go read the book of Job and you'll see some insights into that, right? Know this. What Paul is saying to them was a word of strengthening and a word of encouragement through Timothy, through this letter, as to their faith. He did not doubt their faith in any way. He wanted to know that because of their faith that they would have these trials and tribulations. It wasn't because God says, okay, I'm going to send this against you and send this against you and send this against you. It's because something else is going to come against you. We'll see that next time. I thought we might get into it today, but we're not going to have enough time. The next three or four verses give us insight into that. For today, just know this, that if you're walking the way you're supposed to be walking, uh, well, actually, Paul tells Timothy this later on, and when he's writing his last letters to Timothy, he says, all who desire to be Christ-like will undergo persecutions, troubles, and trial. It's actually evidence that you are of the Most High God when these type of things happen. And so don't be surprised by it. Be strengthened and be encouraged. Again, uh, from a blustery South Florida here, uh, I'm Dale, and I'll see you again next time.